Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Report This Post. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. Sit your ass down in that chair and drink your goddamn tea. And we are your hosts with the posts. Every week, Christian and I select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. And this week's topic is Final Fantasy. That's right. A uh, 50,000-year-old video (laughs) game series (laughs) that has uh, been around forever and has had all sorts of fun little things and uh, sequels and uh, iterations and all that. Yes, uh, some might say it's uh really really lame. Some might say, yeah, most probably most, most people <laughs> say that, yeah. Uh, so it's it's a role playing game, a Japanese role playing game Correct. by uh, Square Enix, uh, formerly Square Square. Yeah, it used just well it used to be SquareSoft, if I recall Correct. correctly, right? Yep. And then uh, they uh, Enix got involved somehow, whatever that is, and they uh, <laughs> they joined forces. To make the unholy union of Square and Enix, and now they they keep pumping out these games. Now, now Christian, what what exactly, what, what what would you say if to the to the layperson? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, all of our listeners are uh, real big dicked cool people, so they don't <laughs> know about these stupid little games. But how would you describe a Final Fantasy game to uh, a, a normal person? I guess it, it's some it's like a mix of Dungeons and Dragons uh with okay. Star Wars and Oof. I mean uh, it's a science fiction fantasy sure uh wizards witchcraft and uh, automatic weapons is kind of what the whole thing is. Okay. So- that that describes a good a good amount of them. Uh, they run the gamut. Yeah, I guess some so, yeah. some of them are like way more you know, uh, paladin and sorcerers and elves and shit. Right. And then you have ones like yeah, probably the last few of them were like uh, like trying to be way too like gothy <laughs> cool. Yeah, and then there was like some st- a steampunk era of oh, <laughs> Final right. Fantasy games. Uh, which we'll get into all that that all that dog shit. Uh, but what's your personal history with uh, the Final Fantasy series? Well, uh, the really the only Final Fantasy game I ever played was Final Fantasy VII on the old mm. uh, PlayStation. There, the four di- was it four disc? I believe. Uh, yes, game it there was. you had there uh, with Cloud Strife and Barrett and Red Fifth or Red Thirteen. So uh, that's about it. That and. Uh, I guess to an extent, Kingdom Hearts, which is kind of a spin-off of Final Fantasy, sure. Where you also get to uh, fight alongside Mickey Mouse and his pals, which is a whole other yeah. Thing. You're you're <laughs> being a big Disney guy makes sense, yeah, that's right? Uh, but the reason why we're doing this episode is because they just released the the remake of Final Fantasy VII. That's right. Yes, and uh, that was a game just like you. I played a whole whole fuckload, sure, a whole em- embarrassing amount as a kid. And the last week, I've also played it an unbelievably pathetic amount. Uh, I believe the I, I so I, I one of the reasons why I begged my wife for a PlayStation Four for Christmas was so because I knew this remake was coming out. Uh, but then uh, I was uh, unceremoniously fired for uh, being uh, too too good, Mister Too Damn Good. That's right. That's and uh, so uh, I. I did, decided not to buy the remake, and instead, what I did was I just downloaded the original on my iPhone. <laughs> this is like eight, nine days ago, and according to the uh, the game's internal clock, I've spent twenty five hours playing it <laughs> since then. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> ha- I had some stuff come up the last week, which we'll talk about in. Uh, we will have already talked about in last week's bonus episode. Does that sound? Yeah, that's does right. that make any sense at all? Uh, which you can go to patreon.com slash report this post if you want to hear more about that. But uh gave me some free time to uh, get lost in a nostalgic haze of Final Fantasy. <laughs> and uh, the boy, our, our good old friends Cloud Strife and uh, the very busty Tifa and uh, the <laughs> shamefully flat-chested areas. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> which we have several posts regarding 
those specific topics, uh, which we're going to start go ahead and get to those posts uh, about Final Fantasy right now, Christian. Great. So, like I said in the opening there, Final Fantasy VII is really the only Final Fantasy game I've ever played. So I leaned pretty heavily on that in my research mm-hmm. this week. And I found this post on the R Final Fantasy subreddit. We know Sid is a crude old haggard with a foul mouth and a penchant for drinking and smoking. And for you uh, listeners out there, Sid is a character that appears in almost every Final Fantasy game as a mechanic or a some sort of building-based character. Uh, they're all named Sid, but they're not the same character, but they kind of are. It's uh, part of the charm of the, the uh, franchise is that it doesn't make sense. So, yeah, and, and every no Final Fantasy game is connected at all. Nope. So, <laughs> I mean, some are, but we'll, for the most part... One to two to three to four. None of them have anything to do with each other. Nope. Again, part of the glorious charm of your <laughs> Final Fantasy series. So, the Sids in Final Fantasy are usually the oldest. He also has facial stubble, portraying his his as a disheveled man who doesn't quite care about appearances. But in Final Fantasy VII, he's only 32. I'm sure having a depressed attitude with the amount of abuse he does to his body smoking and drinking can take quite a toll on his health, but I think everyone looking at his character field model would have thought him to be quite old, as in 50 years. Must be the hair. He even displays signs of having a midlife crisis and falls asleep at random times. But even more perplexing is when you compare him to Barrett, the older adult. Barrett is 35, so Sid is younger than Barrett by three years? I would have never guessed. But did anyone think Barrett was 35, especially when compared to Sid? I would have thought Barrett to be in his late 20s, in between 25 to 29 years of age. Pretty strange, of course. So, I guess it's even true in the uh, magical world of Midgar of Final uh, Final Fantasy that black don't crack. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously this person (laughs) is well below the age of 32 because uh, falling asleep at any moment at random times is sure. just one of the best things that's happened to me since uh, surpassing the age of 30 so yeah yeah it's it's definitely not definitely not old definitely not being old definitely not being unhealthy it's all just normal <laughs> cool stuff uh yeah i think maybe uh maybe barrett's equipped some sort of materia that <laughs> yeah, helps right. him he has his well, combination put right so they can yeah he's that's right. yeah but like in final fantasy in general like all the ages are fucking weird like cloud is like 19 or something sure. and then yuffie's like 12 and like like who who what is this gang of of uh people trying to Pre-teens. you know stop the world you have a 12 year old and a 48 year old grizzled guy oh and by the way a uh uh, uh, a cat on top of a giant stuffed toy, also as well. Oh, that's right, that's right. Oh, and then a, a, and then Red Thirteen, which is some sort of a hybrid dog freak. We'll get into we'll get into that. <laughs> absolutely. Now I found this thread in uh, the subreddit of uh, Kotaku in Action, mm. <laughs> which is the main hub for Gamergate on Reddit that somehow has over one hundred thousand subscribers. Good God, okay. And uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to sense a theme with this post. Okay, looking at the remake of Final Fantasy VII, it knows that Barrett Wallace, what the fuck happened to him? He was black from what I could tell, and now he looks like a lily white dude with a tan. Uh, I had a, had a few responses on there. This one's from Platinum Chalice. He looks pretty black to me, and he sounds black. Uh, I'm yeah. just glad he talks like the psychotic Chad I always imagined him Ooh. to be. And uh, another one from uh, uh, user Lyra833 added, it's more realistic, okay? Black people don't really make sense in this fantasy world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, They just just don't make sense. They just, yeah. (laughs) The logic just isn't (laughs) They do not have a place in my my game here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I, I always thought he was black. The, uh, the video game character famously based on the likeness of Mr. T. Uh, not 100% sure on it, but, you know, uh, I always yeah, presumed. Like, that. There's a, there's only one thing Barrett is, and that's <laughs> like there's In no iteration of the game or any remakes or anything is he not a black guy. So, yeah. Very odd. <laughs> very, like, if you listen to the remake, the his Oh, my God. I was watching voice. some videos. Oh my god, that's not good. It's fucking wild. He's <laughs> like, Cloud, who the hell do you think you are, man? We we're trying to we're trying to take over this dang old 
company. We're gonna get like it's, yeah, it sounds like Red Fox, you know. <laughs> it's like it's not even. It's, it's like it's not black. It's like an Uber black. Even, <laughs> yeah. There's no way to say that. Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't think that's a black guy. And 100, percent you you know they had some white guys like reading for that part, and then somebody's like, oh, you know, we probably we're probably gonna get some blowback if it's just yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Oof. so good stuff there. Is it? Well, this is a, a post from Mr. Dove on the Final Fantasy subreddit. Am I a okay. fanboy or what? I've been a Final Fantasy player since Final Fantasy V. Final Fantasy VII came out a few years before I got married. My wife has never been a player, but she always enjoyed watching me play, and she really enjoyed Final Fantasy VII. Sure, whatever you say, guy. When she started to dis- <laughs> when we started to discuss baby names, we both agreed on Eris for our first girl, but we uh. couldn't settle on a boy's name. One day, while listening to the original soundtrack for Final Fantasy X, my wife really liked the music for Aaron's song. She loved the name, and our first son was eventually named Aaron. He's 11 now. It ended up taking a long time before we finally had our first girl, and we never wavered from our conviction. She is turning four tomorrow. Everyone loves her name, and she's wonderful. I also have a son named Darius, my wife named him after a Highlander character, and son named Avery, a name I picked out of a Harry Potter glossary because I like the sound of it. My kids what? don't get made fun of because of their names. Their names sound mostly normal, and nobody knows the origin unless we tell them. There are plenty of Final Fantasy names that I would never wish on a child, but I think we picked out relatively normal sounding ones. And the uh, top comment on this post is, I'm going to name my daughter Red 13. So... <laughs> Yeah, uh, Final Fantasy is sort of infamous for its stupid ass <laughs> names and uh, my son Cloud. Yeah, well, Cloud is actually on on the. There was one called I remember it was called Hole Eater. <laughs> <laughs> There's a yeah. Okay. Like there was like in Final Fantasy VII, the enemy names were completely stupid dog shit. <laughs> Uh, there was Hell House, Hell which House, was a yeah. house that was a, a mean house that would hurt you. I've seen some good memes based around that this last couple of weeks. <laughs> they yeah, they brought Hell House back for the for for they the, called uh, the Hell House up and said, "What are you doing? Not not much. Well, we're doing this. Yeah. We're doing this game. And I'll be there." He's like, "You know what? I'll dust off. Here. <laughs> you know, get back on there and you know, give the fans a little treat." <laughs> I found another real big uh, Final Fantasy fan on uh, 4chan. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm a hardcore Final Fantasy VIII fan. So many times I would even try to escape reality with lucid dreaming. I would be in Balam Garden where I would often train with Zell in the training center and help Selfie with the Garden Festival. Hmm. One day as I was talking to Selfie, we went to my dormitory for a private talk. She immediately said, you know, you could live with us forever. I gave her a confused look and she continued... We understand that you live on Earth and you really wish to live here. Mm. I then said, how? How did you know? She then giggled and said, because we've been watching you, silly. This was a dream come true, and I almost cried right there. <laughs> she then said, I talked with Headmaster Sid, and he agreed that you would be perfect for Seed. You just have to do one thing. Mm. She then held my hand and looked deep into my eyes and said, you have to kill yourself for the transfer to work correctly. <laughs> I then gave her some questions, like, how long do I have before the deal expires? She then said, Sid said three months. I added by saying, what's the most painless way? And she giggled again. Suicide will require pain, but if you want it quick, get a gun and a nice shot to the head works. I then agreed and she gave me a kiss on the forehead. I know this will be tough, but once it's over and done, you'll get to live here. I then woke up and this was last week and I purchased a gun. I might actually kill myself because that dream just felt too real and to be fake and my life isn't doing so grand. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's, yeah. uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> now I've heard about suicide being a final solution, but a final fantasy, final fantasy? solution. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Lucid dreaming a Final Fantasy game is uh, bad enough, but then uh, convincing yourself <laughs> to blow blow a hole in your head so that you can join them is. Mm. <laughs> I say do it. I mean, <laughs> I, of course you do. Yeah. If you're ever at that point, just go for it, pal. Like I don't know what's gonna <laughs> save you from a or 
make you have a good life otherwise. So just who gives a shit? Go for Great. it, pal. Great. Well, <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Uh, user Hihashi asked R uh, against Gamergate. Final mm. Fantasy 15, problematic or harmless? Well, as you can see from the trailer, there's a very high amount of fan service, possible sexual tension, and homosexuality emanating from the interactions between the characters of the video game. My very simple question is this. Is this the type of content problematic in the same way that sexist games are? If it is, why? If it isn't, why not? On top of that, the approach Japan takes to these issues is to create content that appeals to everybody. So there's a lot of overly sexualized females, but there's also a lot of overly sexualized males. Should this approach be the one that starts happening in the West so that everyone is happy? Or should sexualized fan service type of media not exist to the extent that it does in Japan? And uh, user Senior Uber replied, I've been staring at Solid Snake's muscular buttocks for years now. A few super kawaii anime boys surely won't push me over the edge. Yeah. So. It it seems, yeah, Japan's answer to, yeah, the women are too sexualized. Like, okay, we'll just sexualize the males. And so just every single thing will be a highly fuckable creature. So now we're going to see the, uh, what, chocobos or whatever will be. The chocobos have chocobos. double D cup breasts now. Oh. <laughs> Now we're talking. You know, I, I, there, there's 100% fan art of that. It's, it's going to be hard to race them with those. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah, they're really the top-heavy now. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it'll add some balance because they got those those thin legs in the back. I don't know. Well, speaking of Final Fantasy 15, this post is about Final Fantasy 14, which is the closest number to 15. Sure. Okay. So apparently uh, in Final Fantasy 14, you can make Chocobo baby hatchlings. Okay. And a user named Hotten Stilettos went to the official <laughs> Square Enix forums to ask this question. How to make Chocobo Baby Pink? I currently planted some of the plums that lighten red hues with the hopes of getting a baby pink Chocobo eventually, but apparently the coloring is more complicated than expected since it uses an RGB scale which combines the three primary colors working at once rather than separately. Or at least that's what I've been hearing. I've yet to feed my Chocobo color food as mine are still growing. Do I need to make it red first, then use plum to lighten red hues? Does starting color count as yellow? Uh, so, you know, real fascinating question that we've all wanted to know mm-hmm, the answer mm-hmm. to. And the uh, user Espano responded, you turn him into nuggets so he doesn't have to have pink feathers. So mm. this guy's against that. <laughs> uh, a pink chocobo. Um, seems like a benign enough joke. But unfortunately, the OP responded with this. There was nothing funny about that <laughs> First of all, you don't know if my chocobo is male or female. Second right. of all, pink used to be a masculine color and blue a feminine color. I mean, going by society, since colors don't really have a gender no matter what period in time it is, colors are not biologically tied to gender. Colors are simply different waves and lengths of light being processed through the eyes. Oh, Whoever or whatever created humans did not say this color is going to be for girls and this color for boys, lol. It's a man-made ideology followed by those with primitive minds and thinking, which is one type of hive mind. Wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, Espanola responded back to that. It was mostly a joke only because I don't like pink much, but since you went there, all player-owned chocobos are male. So had to had to, throw, had to go there, had to actually. <laughs> and, of course, our OP responded to that. You left a rude and offensive reply on a topic asking a serious question, which I now know had to do with your preference and not gender. Should have worded it differently. I'm also not a role player or lore hound, so I don't play by the lore, except the obvious stuff such as the story, world, and what you read in-game. I never read that in-game. Until until Square Enix actually puts something quote-unquote more obvious in the game, showing your choco sex such as male or female symbol next to a name or something in the companion window showing it is whatever I want it to be. It was a rude and offensive post the way it was worded. I normally don't reply to troll posts, but that, was only, that wasn't only an insult towards me. It was an insult towards anyone smart enough to know color doesn't have a gender. Apparently it had nothing to do with gender, but the way it was worded at the time made it come across that way. Civilized, polite society does not insult someone and call it a joke. Jokes are supposed to be funny. Are they? Well, that's news to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, this guy, what I am begging freak. you to please do not misgender my giant chicken that I'm trying to create in a video game. It's giving me insane anxiety, and I already have enough to, yeah. that to deal with in my life. My stupid Japanese child's <laughs> chicken uh, that is 
you said you don't want it to be pink and uh, <laughs> went well. off on a thing about that. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that rocks. Well, speaking of jokes, uh-huh. Alex P-Tech, P-Tech Jokes on Twitter, who is followed by 21 of my MUFOs, uh, posted this line break mm. conversation tweet a couple weeks ago. So I guess I should do the voices, huh? Oh, yes, you should. <laughs> Bear it. Shinra's got them machines sucking the life out of our planet like vacuum. <laughs> Tifa. But that means no matter who it is, Cloud, we vote blue. Barrett. Mm. And we don't forget to give your money to the real rebels at the DNC. Tifa. I'm posting a picture of Trump, but he's a baby. <laughs> uh, a guy uh, yeah. at Sean Tragedy replied, even if this is Final Fantasy, too real. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Now I did double check. Alex does not follow us or the show, so uh, and uh, great. What about Sean Tragedy? <laughs> you know what? I didn't. I didn't check that. But uh. hey, hey, Trump doesn't have a Final Fantasy. He has a, a Final Solution Fantasy. Okay, we did on that account one. of his. Uh, <laughs> right. So uh, <clears throat> politics, baby, you gotta love it. Uh, user One Way Street eighty went to R the Donald to share this interesting thing that he found. Okay. In Final Fantasy three for Super Nintendo, there was a weapon called Trump, and mm. its description just said, "Randomly dispatches an enemy." Mm. And user Jane, a Navy wife, asked this: <laughs> "When was this released?" And uh, upon finding out it was in nineteen ninety four, she responded, "So it's another sign that this president is the president of all presidents." Oh, great. <laughs> That's definitely what that is. <laughs> That's what that means. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And this, uh, <laughs> in the game, the weapon cost, uh, 1200 rupees or whatever. And it, uh, shot out golden mm. turds. So mm. rupees, huh? Uh, is that not what the, uh, I don't know. What is that? Mm. Okay. That sounds racist. <laughs> it's the money in Zelda. You prick. Don't try to put me over a barrel. Mm. Okay. So I guess interesting. <laughs> you don't, you think too, Japanese-made games are <laughs> equal. Well, Geiger, here's a post from your favorite yeah. website, uh, stormfront.org, Ooh, from user topic. No More White Guilt, all one word. <laughs> no More White Guilt posted this. Yeah. Do video games, which is one word with an apostrophe asterisk, which is just uh-huh. interesting. Do video games Asian-Asian-looking gals plant, plant seeds of yellow fever? White guys, boys, teens, and even adults play these games for dozens of hours. You can attest that. Do yeah. the games condition white guys to start finding Asian gals attractive? Yuna, mm. for example, has brown hair and one blue eye and one green. These aren't your mm. parents' grandparents' video games. And then he put in parentheses, just one set of parentheses, Pac-Man. <laughs> so. It must, like, yeah, his his default typing went to three parentheses. I, yeah, and he had to delete. Backspace. <laughs> Uh, user Constantina or Constandia commented, sure. "This concept, along with anime and manga, gave us the lovely concept of waifu, which is some sort of weird reprogramming, probably keeping young people not limited to whites in some kind of suspended childhood. We'll have to see in ten years or so. So, ten years is a weirdly short period of time for the uh, waifu reprogramming to take effect. Yeah, it's, for the it's going to be." For the science to come back on that one. There's going to be like a, a word that just flashes on all media screens and all of a sudden everybody's just hugging uh, a body pillow. That rocks. Uh, yeah, heard, heard several people say similar things uh, on that website because I went there as well. And I went to the youth <laughs> sub forum. Oh, great. Oh, my God. And, I, uh, I didn't know there was one. <laughs> yeah. User Born went on there in 2007 to talk about the latest installment in the Final Fantasy library. At that time, Final Fantasy XII. Mm. I just beat it, and I absolutely loved it. Not as good as seven, but it ranks up there, second only to Chrono Trigger. I'm a dis- bit disappointed with the graphics, though. I'm used to current-gen PC graphics, but I got used to it. Seems fine, right? Mm-hmm. Just a pretty earnest review of video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a gentleman named uh, Le Servanot responded, exactly what we need. One more youth who believes video games are a decent pastime. Mm. Write what the Jews want us to do. <laughs> when you play, you don't learn, you don't improve yourself. It's fun when you are bored or incapacitated, but I don't think this board is the right place to discuss video games. Mm. 
And uh, some discussion at that point broke out uh, about Japanese games in general because uh, there's a discussion that they feel they're anti-white. Okay. Which is, uh, I would say, probably every discussion on Stormfront. Yeah. <laughs> uh, But user Flippinator had this to say. Here is my racial breakdown of two very prominent games. In the American-made corner we have, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. This game is your typical pro-black propaganda where you play as a black Mm. gangbanger and basically glorifies ghetto culture. MTV would be proud of this piece of filth. I do not own it as I will not watch movies, listen to music, or play games where the leading character is black. And for you pro-whites that do, what are you thinking? Wow. In the Made in Japan corner, we have Zelda. In this game, you play as a blonde-haired, blue-eyed youth who sets out to save the world from an evil man named Ganon, whose green skin aside looks like your standard World War II anti-Jewish Nazi poster character. He's even from the East. The Zelda games are my personal favorites. Seems to me as a serious game, and there are plenty of pro-white games from Japan. Cool. So, Yeah. Um, some of the other threads on the youth sub-form of Stormfront... Uh, here, here's a couple. Beware the perils of bar fights. Okay, great. <laughs> great. I am constantly being bullied by quote-unquote minorities. <laughs> Why are blacks so loud and obnoxious? Oh, boy. And my, my personal favorite, uh, the girl I like hangs out with a Negro. <laughs> Classic youth concerns yeah, that's a dean martin song right <laughs> <laughs> you put a nice little uh little beat on that one i i do love the, okay i do love the idea of somebody typing like typing a, up a review up for zelda or something and putting ganon in, in the triple parentheses like <laughs> <laughs> i mean like you know what i'm you know what i'm talking about you yeah know, ganon that Gandorf, guy that name specifically yeah mm. <laughs> that's mm. so good well, Zelda, Zelda, Zelda episode someday, folks, and absolutely. Oh boy, I'm sure there'll be a new Zelda game coming out. It was, was there already one for the Switch. Yeah, uh, Breath of the Wild. Whatever. Great. Uh, Gary Gray two posted to our Final Fantasy mm-hmm. Illuminati and satanic references in Final Fantasy fifteen. Mm. The quote-unquote Illuminati refers to various organizations which claim or are purported to have conspired to control world affairs by masterminding events and planting agents in government and corporations in order to gain political power and influences and to establish a new world order. Whether or not they exist in the real world, we can see in a few parallels. The Sabbatic Goat contains binary elements representing the sum total of the universe, reminiscent of how Airden absorbs the Star Scourge into his own body. We can also see Ifrit, a class of infernal jinn in Middle Eastern stories, as representative of Satan. For many Christians, Satan is believed to be an angel who rebelled against God. Noctic sacrifice to ascend to the new world, which, there wa- which was their concept of the afterlife may fit in Illuminati, Illuminati sacrifice in the sense of a ritualistic killing of a sacrificial lamb to rid the world of sin. We also know that Final Fantasy Verses 13 contained a lot of references to death. And mm. he closes it with a ellipse of three, the three dots, the mm. dreaded three dots. Very mysterious. And a user Swede Greens commented, Cool! So, all that, yeah. and you just gotta... <laughs> Guy saying cool. So, uh, thanks for all the research and whatever the fuck that was. That's all you need. Uh, I like that he <laughs> he said that uh, the character Ifrit is a representative of Satan. Like it, it's literally like a devil with horns <laughs> and he's red and he's on fire. Like it, it's not a it's it's the devil. Like that's the character. Like. You need. I think you need to have a little bit more subtlety if you're going to say that there's like Illuminati and satanic programming or whatever in these games, as opposed to like, yeah, here's one of our characters that looks like the devil. That's because we love the devil. <laughs> All the devil guys over here, Square Enix. Yeah. Yeah, we're big. We're big on the devil over here. Just can't get enough of the fucking guy. Mm. Um. So I found this article here on uh, GayMingMag.com. GayMing. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, get it. All right. I get it. And, I get uh, it. It's titled, The Big Question, How Gay is Final Fantasy VII Remake? The answer, much to the delight of the franchise's queer following, is so very, very gay. 
First, there's an innuendo-laden dialogue and imagery. There's nothing overt here, no admissions of same-sex love, but when you have scenes where Wedge, one of the supporting characters in the eco-terrorist group Avalanche, is having his butt inspected by his best mate Biggs while he's braced on the ground doggy style, it's hard not to think that the camera angle was very deliberately chosen. Then, when Wedge and Cloud are strapped into a two-man parachute, one of the game's many new scenes that expand on the original, hmm. Wedge grabs his ass and says, I wish I could have done more, it just hurts. <laughs> Cloud's reply? You did enough. You took one for the team. Good God. That particular bit of gay banning doesn't end there. When the pair land, or land, Wedge grabs his dog-bitten butt again, and in between inviting Cloud back to his slice of heaven in the Sector Heaven, and Sector 7 slum says, I'm sore. Which, of course, leads to this entirely innocent exchange when Cloud says, Really sorry about your ass. It's not all jokes, though. One of the more legitimate concerns surrounding the Final Fantasy VII Remake was how it would update the notorious cross-dressing subquest. Mm. In the PS1 original, players could complete a number of, object- of objectives in Wall Market, the red-light district of the sprawling Midgar City setting, to gather items that would help Cloud masquerade as a girl in order to trick crime lord Dodd Corneo and help rescue your ally, Tifa. In 1997, it was played as a gag, making Cloud a quote-unquote trap while also making the very oh, idea of two God. men in a bedroom together a punchline. Thankfully, 23 years later, the whole sequence lands a lot better while also providing some of Final Fantasy VII Remake's most unabashedly gay-friendly moments. Dressed up as a woman, not only does Cloud bear a striking resemblance to former drag race judge Santino Rice, <laughs> he introduces the very concept of gender ambivalence into the game. After taking part in a truly spectacular dance number, generally one of the best moments in the remake, he remarks, True beauty is an expression of the heart, a thing without shame, to which notions of gender don't apply. Don't ever be afraid, Cloud. <sighs> That's a statement worthy of a proud float right there. <laughs> so and there's actually even more to this article than that. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. I know there is. <laughs> but I just wanted to point out that the uh, the Gaming Mag has a Patreon with uh, six patrons. Great. And speaking of low follower Patreon accounts, head on over to <laughs> patreon.com slash report this post where you can get bonus episodes every week of this very podcast. Uh, plus lots of in-depth uh, talk about uh, uh, man-on-man love. Um, but in this case, it's uh, two podcast hosts who have something deeper than any any sham gay marriage would ever have. Oh my god! And I'm just—I'm reading your copy. You know, I'm. I'm okay, that's, oh, oh, I forgot. Patreon.com/slash report this post. Five bucks a month, please. Thank you. And also, uh, 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 buy my book, uh, "How to Make <laughs> Extremely Damn Ass Good Sourdough Bread" or whatever, something like that. You'll find it on Amazon and uh, iTunes. Go. <clears throat> Great. Hey, thanks for that plug, uh, Geiger. Uh, yeah. Gary Gray, too, who we talked about earlier with his uh, theories about Satanism and the old uh-huh. Final Fantasy games there. Uh, he put this little entry up on his personal blog at FinalFantasyBlog.com. Boy, he, he got the great name there. Yeah, nailed it. just a perfect name. All right. We all know Vivi Ortonier. He's a, the cute black mage, one of the representatives to Final Fantasy Nine, but have you ever wondered why he's wearing gloves? One thing to note about (laughs) one thing to note about Vivi is he's not human. He's Mm. essentially a doll created with mist. What type of process this entails, we don't know. So much so that we don't even really know what Vivi's body looks like under his clothing. But we still think of him as human, as he does very human things. One of the first things we see Vivi do is turn in tickets to see a show. He holds tickets in his gloves. When a girl walks by to pick them up with her hands, she places them in Vivi's gloves. We see the illusion of two humans interacting. In a way, gloves seem to bring non-human things to life, more so than mist. Yet, gloves also have another symbolic and inconvenient reference. Vaudeville shows and blackface minstrels. In a sense, Vivi isn't like a minstrel character. He is a minstrel character. Vivi, like the minstrels that predate him, is generally good-natured. Although the game developers put Vivi in silly situations to make him look naive. He wears loose clothing, has a darker face, and wears gloves. Back then, white audiences didn't see black characters as fully people. Yet, by giving them a sympathetic nature, white audiences started to empathize with them. How do we find the human commonalities between us and Vivi, even though we know Vivi isn't like us? Existentialism teaches us that individual existence, freedom, and choice are paramount. Using magic, symbolizing by seeing them cast through their gloves, the black mages were able to decide for themselves. 
Did they want to kill for someone else or live for themselves? Vivi used magic to end fighting. He wasn't alive, but nonetheless was aware of his existence. Paradoxically, how can a doll analyze his existence and end up the ways he finds himself existing in the world? We don't really know, and we can't know since we're alive. But we can sympathize with him. He makes us think about our existence and the way we find ourselves existing in the world. And that's the point. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. the point. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they were going for, for yeah, sure. That's, <laughs> that's, and that's leaned, what, uh, leaned real heavy into the black minstrel thing. It was like, ooh, i got to crank this back a yeah. little bit. It's getting a little... And that's mm. exactly what Walt Disney was going for with a Mickey Mouse. <laughs> the guy, black and big gloves. Same thing, right? You know what? <laughs> I wouldn't be also, surprised. every other cartoon character from the last uh, ninety years yeah. had big white gloves on, uh, which I guess is racist now. Yes, that's, that's right. That's new to me. Wearing but, gloves uh, is racist. That's right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. Wonder why. Uh, you know, because I think this Vivi character is like based off just like other mage characters from every other Final he, Fantasy they game. They look very much like uh, Orko from He-Man, who also you don't see his face. They just you just see his eyes. It seems like a kind of trope in uh, this the fantasy. Anyway, let's move on, please. We're going to uh, <laughs> let's check in on our friends over at MGTOW. 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 This thread was started by user Saint Black Ops 2 Cell. It's a screenshot from R Gaming of a gal dressed in a Final Fantasy 7 esque outfit and holding a massive rusty sword with a comment mm. I found possibly Cloud Strife's sword just sitting in a junkyard. What luck! Mm. And our MGTOW friend added to the screenshot Daily Reminder This thought, quote unquote, found a Final <laughs> Fantasy sword in a, quote unquote, junkyard. One, she is a cosplayer. Two, what the fuck is she doing in a fucking junkyard? Three, cucks donate to her. Life on easy mode. Cool. And uh, <laughs> there's an inter- interesting comment here from user Entropic Tribe. Honestly, given the condition of the sword and actual understanding of Alp 3 of the relevant fields, it's an 80-20 in favor of legit. Someone who would actually make that would have it as such a shitty condition when gifted as a sword is always seen nowhere near that worn, so it's probably discarded. It makes sense to find something like that in a junkyard because it's something some nerd bought, but discarded because it honestly is impractical to have, and the only means of discarding a sword is a junkyard. And a cosplayer would search through a junkyard for stuff like that, and its profile would be easy to recognize in a pile of junk due to its degree of iconicness. Hmm. And uh, here's a response from the OP. Found the cuck. (laughs) Nice. And uh, here's nice. another separate comment from that original R Gaming thread in response to the young gal's uh, post. I'm immediately skeptical. Reddit, Reddit and the internet in general has jaded me. That, and this was posted for Karma, so of course it would be more interesting if she claimed she just found it. Show us a video of you arriving at the site, mm-hmm. digging randomly through trash, and then having your eureka moment, and it might be more genuine. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, this lady needs to have should just be filming every time she goes uh, probably anywhere for this guy to believe her. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. She could probably make some bank if she, like, set up a thing where she showed, she uh, sold clips of her digging through trash for cosplay mm-hmm. stuff. Because Maybe these guys... an ASMR element to it, you know? <laughs> well, these definitely non-cucked uh, MGTOW guys would 100% pay for that just to make sure that she was being honest with them, so... Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think... I feel like... Uh, that guy probably would be skeptical no matter what. And by the way, it would almost be more suspicious if she had a video of herself going to a junkyard and then finding it. <laughs> oh, and having what's a this? Moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so you just happen to be filming yourself having gone to a junkyard hmm. and then having to have found that. So no. when, uh, one thing we're is for sure is that women will lie on the internet <laughs> for karma. Most... Wonderful the thing. Most in the world. treasured, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking here. Now if it's you're at the junkyard, it's uh there's there's used motor or could it be oily fans? Here's a post from Game FAQs. Yeah. Squall was MGTOW until Rio- Renoa turned him into a beta blue. 
There you go. The lines that come out of this kid's mouth. I don't want to hear your problems. If you want to talk about them, then talk to a wall. This guy doesn't care about women. Then he just gives in to Renoa, who is just sloppy seconds anyway, since Chad Fur already had his way with her. So, that guy posted that, and user Stover46 commented, Damn, you're embarrassing. So, Yeah. Chad Fur. Chad Fur. Don't know what the character is, never played the game, but... Yeah, Final Fantasy VIII is a real, real, real shitty game that, uh, <laughs> you know, it came out, it was clearly trying to just be Final Fantasy VII 2, and right. it tried a little too hard, and it failed, and some people like it because there's a nostalgia thing, but yeah, it's a real, real hunk of dog shit. Real poo-poo. Hmm? Yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely right about <laughs> Squall being mid, whatever, beta blue, <laughs> that's... All right, so here's some interesting news about another hardcore gamer. According to files and records declassified and made public today, Osama bin Laden's compound in Abbottabad, Pakistan, had a copy of Final Fantasy VII and presumably a PlayStation 2 to play it on. Mm. Not only that, the CIA also confirmed that bin Laden had a copy of Resident Evil, anime mm. Storm Rider Clash of the Evils, and Batman Gotham Knight, and the movie Ants. <laughs> The game was listed as a part of redacted materials from the CIA's data dump as they're considered copyrighted material and can't be added to the archives of publicly available material. Okay. So while it's possible that Bin Laden might have been playing as Cloud Strife, the far more likely scenario was that some of the children inside the compound were playing it. Either way, it's kind of odd to see a Japanese RPG from 20 years ago pop up in the middle of a declassified CIA document dump. Sure. Which I agree with. Uh, an issue I take with this is, is uh, this article is... Uh, saying that Final Fantasy VII was played on a PlayStation 2, yeah. which was not. Not. Nope. That's a massive. I mean, <laughs> you know, the m- distrust in media is at an all-time high. And you had a moment here to <laughs> to fix it, and they fucked it up with that. Fake news, folks. Yeah, it's strange that they uh, they left out any mention of Osama's extensive VHS porno collection, which mm. you think would get a little bit of. Not as interesting as Ants. Was Woody <laughs> Allen's. Ants. <laughs> Woody uh, Allen, no, Sylvester Stallone. What, no. do, what do you think? Uh, mm-hmm. What was Osama's favorite materia? Would you say? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> don't ask me this shit. Yeah, he was. Uh, he w- he would like to do the summons, and those those guys that would uh, take take down uh, large uh-huh, large yeah. things. Yep. Bahamut uh, has just crashed into uh, the second tower. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I bet if you were inside one of those towers, you thought it was a real hell house okay. at that point. <laughs> There's a YouTuber, uh-huh. name of uh, Call Me Carson, who's a complete mark for a bunch of people online to make fun of. Now, you may ask, why is that? Well, here's an example. There's a Twitter account that posts snippets of Carson's YouTube videos, and they put up a clip of Carson play- playing the uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. And he was commenting on a cutscene of Tifa and a young girl. And as the camera pans over the adolescent, Carson states, she's hot. Mm. Well, Carson's very active on Twitter, uh-huh. and he replies to almost every post made about him. And uh, what his <laughs> reply to this was, I was talking about Tifa Lockhart, not the kid. I want to marry Tifa Lockhart. Great. Somehow that doesn't make it any better. <laughs> it's not a lot better that way, bud. You're not. It's it's not a magnitude of that much better to like the uh, grown up video game character, I guess. <laughs> that you want to marry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in the build up uh, for the hype of this, uh, we we find some similar stuff to that. Uh, the official Twitter account for the game, uh, they were posting character profiles. You know, of all mm-hmm. the ones that we. We all knew and love in that uh, awful, awful game. Uh, And this one is of uh, Scarlet. Scarlet is Shinra's director of advanced weaponry. Her wartime efforts and the resulting profits saw her swiftly promoted to an executive officer. She is highly capable and responsible for developing innovative and high-end weapons for the company. Hmm. And it featured two pictures of like a real cleavagey gal in red. Sure, sure. And a uh, real cool guy named Chaos Cerberus responded, LOL, I'm going to say it. Scarlet wasn't centered, yet Tifa was. Makes sense. Uh, this is, is in reference to the classic 
Tifa character's massive cans being stuffed into a sports <laughs> bra for the remake. And another cool guy named Chaotic Void responded, uh, Tifa wasn't censored, dude. She has large breasts and an outfit that actually makes sense for someone doing martial arts. The team was trying sure. to make a game that was at least somewhat believable for a fantasy game. You will be okay. So, the game where the main character carries around a uh, 11-foot, 300-pound sword and swings it <laughs> around like it's nothing... That's fine, but our gal can't have some big cans. Come on, yeah, sounds a little bit sexist to me. Yeah, sure. it's, it's definitely it's definitely anti women is the way I would <laughs> frame that for sure. <laughs> anti Tifa Lockett. Now a lot of folks are horny for old Tifa, huh? Hmm. Mm, can't imagine. Certainly never was me. <laughs> Great. Certainly wasn't ever me. That certainly wasn't me. Certainly wasn't you posting it. Is that what you're saying? Great. Here's a tweet. This is from at Munchie versus World. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII was racist as shit. Barrett, Barrett didn't know regular human communication for shit. Just a big illiterate N-word with a gun. <laughs> and I should note in this post talking about how a game is racist uh, that it does not say the N-word. Uh, it says uh, the N-word. So Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, a, lot, a lot of a lot of a similar opinions on that, which we'll, I'm sure we'll get to more of that even. Um, in fact, I know we will because it's going to be, I'm very eager to read some of these <laughs> more of this post. But in the meantime, <clears throat> we're going to get to our next post from, uh, I found this on the subreddit Off My Chest. And the th- title of this thread was, I am enjoying some next level schadenfreude with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, they completely misspelled that word, by the way. So here's what this guy said. I played and beat the game. I love it as much as I did the original experience back in junior high. I am loving the salty tears of the crybabies who can't handle the creative license being taken to expand on the original story that we got. There are so many websites where so many of these pee pants are posting, and it honestly just making me giddy. I love how upset they're getting because they feel like they're entitled to exactly what they wanted. Oh, it's so good. Nourish me with the salt of your tears, you whiny man children. No upvotes, no comments. <laughs> just wait, sitting there, wait. Well, there's always tomorrow. Just uh, he typed just another that up thinking like, oh, ho, 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 here it yeah, comes. Yeah, it's another one of those. Uh, oh, when the fireworks start, <laughs> they... it's like clear the calendar, boys. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm in tonight, and uh, uh, nothing. Not even, not even a pity response. Nothing. Not even like shut the fuck up. It's like, there's not even someone didn't even bother with that. Just scroll, just scrolling past. Yep, do not give a shit, pal. <laughs> That's good. Well, <laughs> glad he went on our off my chest to uh, yeah. get that off his chest. Uh-huh. Great. Well, this is was also posted to Reddit to the uh, Final Fantasy subreddit by user Teacher McCool. Mm. Final Fantasy is saving my life. Oh. My wife and I have been having some issues and we decided to separate for the next six months to a year. It's been difficult to accept and come to grips with. On top of that, I'm a teacher, so I've been off work for two weeks with nothing but time with and my thoughts. I decided to break out my Vita and start replaying through the classics in no particular order. I finished Final Fantasy IX and now I'm midway through Final F- Fantasy XIII. This series was always a major part of my childhood, but I never expected for it to help me through such a difficult time in my life. I love it, and I look forward to continuing through the classics as I deal with my personal issues. Mm. What the hell is a Vita? That is the portable PlayStation. Uh, the handheld... I thought it was uh, like PSP. There was a Vita was a different... Or is that the handheld, or is that... It might be a different... Um, I'm going to look that up. Yeah, it might be... It might actually be the other, like the different console that wasn't. Mm, released in 2011, it's handheld. Mm, the successor okay. to the PSP. Okay. Uh, Just a big time piece of shit. That. Yeah, that's that's not a thing anymore, is it? Well, I guess the Switch technically is. I sure. Don't I don't know. Who gives a shit? No, they're they're re-releasing all those Tiger Electronic games that we used to love to play as kids. So. Because uh, some what? Yeah, yeah. Don't what, know why. What like those? 
Those weird things where you just there's like six graphics total on the. Yep. And there's you can move back and forth and you have one button. Yes, sir. Yeah, those were those were probably because they were extremely cheap and there was no other option. It's not because they were good. Like, <laughs> Nostalgia. <laughs> rust, rust never sleeps, so um, mm. they will re-release those as twenty dollars a pop, and people will buy all whatever thirty rust. of them or whatever they make. And rust never sleeps, man. That's so true. Is that a song? That sounds like is that, that sounds a, like a Megadeth. A... I think it's a Megadeth album, isn't it? No, that's Rust in sure. Peace, I believe, which is another man. The early '90s Rust was a cool fucking thing. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was like it's like metal, but it's even grittier than metal. You know, it's, you know, cause it's it's, uh, it's it's rusted. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. So uh, here's a rant a few days ago <laughs> on Reddit by a real cool guy named The Last Dark Child. Mm. who undoubtedly listens to a lot of Megadeth. And uh, his thread said this, All of the new Tifa and Aerith cosplays by Thoughts just shows me that women will invade any male space for attention and praise. Mm. Most of them weren't even born when the game came out. It sickens me to see male spaces getting constantly invaded. Here's a response from user uh, GreenY58. Some women just like showing off their tits and asses. It's just for a bit of fun. Get over yourself. You scared of pussy, man? And a Oof. response by the last dark child. No, it loses its appeal if it's all they offer. And Greeny58 said, You big scared, LOL. You never even had it, huh? <laughs> God, and the last dark child uh, closed out this meeting of the minds with this. I have. It's nothing special if it's just given out freely. Love, trust, and companionship mean more. Pussy juice on my tongue won't give me grandchildren. Which is true. Well, yeah, he's, so, not, he's not wrong. In no equation can you say pussy juice on tongue equals grandchildren. So, yeah, I guess he's right. <laughs> yeah. He, he really is. Do you really think he's the last dark child? Cause, man, that's... Don't want to live in a world without more dark okay. goth kids just okay, like okay. being <laughs> mysterious and shit. Uh, something tells me no. I think he probably, all his friends are all, <laughs> and his his best friend, Dark Child 2, underscore 2. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, man, you got that first? Damn. Second to last right. Dark Child. <laughs> this is a Twitter thread from at Patchwork Earth. Great. Who has an anime avatar, so if that of course. gives you any idea. I know we're all supposed to enjoy Vosel Barely Human Cloud and all that, but the sheer volume of sexual aggression and not taking no for an answer that Jesse exhibits in the game is genuinely uncomfortable as a consequence. Every single person online who talks about how fun and sexy Jesse is is incredibly suspect to me. It's a good mm. thing to p- portray sexually aggressive women in a positive light in pop culture, but not if the consequence is scenes in the game where she is constantly in physical contact with a dude who doesn't want it at all. Mm. So This guy would have a panic attack if you watched Married with Children. <laughs> <laughs> this man has his hand down his pants. He's making... <laughs> Ow. Cloud. Fuck me, Cloud. Okay, I like that idea. Cloud of a, with the hand is like <laughs> cloud on the couch. Yeah, I like that as a fan. I, of, okay. <laughs> can one of our great gifted fans please draw a cloud on the couch in the Married with Children <laughs> living room with uh, uh, Jesse dressed up like an early 90s Peg Bundy? That would be, well, that would just be, that would that'd be, it'd be sad. You shouldn't do that. We have one more post before we go on to our next segment, before we close out the main episode. This was in uh, R Gaming on Reddit, where they celebrated Black History Month by posting different black characters from video games every day of the month with a little blurb next to it. Mm -hmm. And on February 1st, the thread was Day 1, Barrett Wallace. Of course, Barrett's from uh, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, Some say he's not black, but... According to our gaming, he is, and a lot of positivity for this post. Uh, but I want to point out this interesting comment by a user who okay. has since deleted their account. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm not going to look at fucking inward game picks for a whole month. Fuck off. 
And uh, N-word was, uh, they didn't say N-word, they, they said the N-word. Right, yep, yep. So, well, at least he's, he, uh, day one he was out, you know. Gonna, <laughs> this is a guy who Didn't knows stick around, likes. yeah. <laughs> Did not stick around, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, odd, uh, I don't, I've, you know, look, there's different ways to celebrate Black History Month. I feel like posting video game characters um not the, not the same as uh you know uh talking about like uh, you know Malcolm X or something like that you know I don't <laughs> hey I don't know look yeah but you got to you got to give the kids what uh, a touch point that they know and sure. can relate to so and it's a, a game uh, from 40 years ago yeah. <laughs> yeah a game from 25 years ago that everybody knows so <sighs> terrific so if you want to hear more uh, Final Fantasy posts, head over to patreon.com slash report this post. And there's additional content. We have like a dozen or so more posts that are, uh, I think some of them are even more reprehensible than the ones we've uh, read today. So I'm excited for you guys to go check that out. <laughs> but Christian, are you ready to move on to our next segment? Yeah, that's right. It's called Twitter Twin. <laughs> Twit or Titten is a game. Oh boy. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a twit or Titten. Was that what I said? Let's stick with that. Twitter Titten is a game dedicated to the funniest later on, uh, lady on Twitter. Oh no, she Oof. tittened. Her <laughs> comedically brilliant tweets cover politics, pop culture, and more. And I'm going to read three of those uh, teats to Christian right now. <laughs> but the catch is that one of them was actually written by me. And Christian, you have to guess which one it was. Are you ready? Yep. You'll notice these are all on theme with uh, mm. the current news about uh, our president, Mr. Trump, and uh, his uh, su- su- supporters not being a big fan of the whole stay-at-home order stuff, right? Sure. Uh, so that's what she she decided to talk about them in at least two tweets, possibly three. At le- yeah, at least two. I'm sure at it was least at two. least two. <laughs> well, it shouldn't be three. If it was, then I really forgot how the game works. Uh, here we go. The Trump supporters angriest about the stay-at-home orders are the ones who haven't left their mom's basement in 10 years. Mm. People protesting the stay-at-home orders are suffering from natural selectile dysfunction. <laughs> okay. Trump supporters hate science so much you'd think it was a skin color. Oh, God almighty. You want to hear those again? Yeah, please. The Trump supporters angriest about the stay-at-home orders are the ones who haven't left their mom's basement in 10 years. Okay. People protesting the stay-at-home orders are suffering from natural selectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Trump supporters hate science so much you'd think it was a skin color. Okay. Twit or twittin'. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, Trump supporters hate science so much one with you. Mm. You're sticking with that one, huh? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, the Trump supporters angriest about the stay-at-home orders are the ones who haven't left their mom's basement in 10 <laughs> years. That's right. The skin color one was a real tweet. Firm oh no, she didn't. <laughs> she really nailed that one. Oh. <laughs> Just a, I mean, it was hard to understand if it's, it's a little subtle. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you want to hear uh, more Twitter twittins, uh, head, head over to patreon.com slash onoshitwittin. I'm sure she's got some stuff there. She's got to have, yeah, absolutely. If she doesn't, then we have... We pretty good grift that we should be working we gotta on. Gotta grab that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up right now, actually. Patreon.com slash oh no, she twittened. Uh oh, uh, it's 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 ready. It's available. <laughs> I think I know what we're doing. I know what we're doing after this. Okay. Good. I like this. <laughs> now, Christian, were there any posts this week that made you say this ain't it? Why'd you post this script? 
message This ain't it Kill yourself Yes, sir. So, <laughs> this is such a good one. A gal by the name of Gwen Snyder went on a bit of a tangent earlier this week on Twitter. And mm. It seems that she has a problem with uh, some of our pals over on uh, Chapo Trap House, that old podcast over there. Sure, yeah. Heard of it. So, this is what she had to say. The more I learn about the Chapo hosts and the timeline of the podcast, the more it seems to me like Amber and Virgil were brought on to do the work of appealing slash signaling to an alt-right adjacent troll audience so the original hosts could pretend that their hands were clean. So she continues this thread, adding much, much later, bringing on POC tokens to do both the footwork of fash, fash adjacent recruitment slash dog whistling and letting them take on the brunt of the punishment when that recruitment slash dog whistling gets called out is one of the oldest racist tricks in the book. If it does, it doesn't make the behavior of Virgil and Amber, Amber any less vile, but the silence of their white co-hosts as Virgil disappears and they both get exposed for the fash enablers that they are speaks volumes. The white co-hosts weren't just complicit that this was their plan. So you can imagine the kind of replies she got to this. Uh, but when I shared this thread to you over DM, you sent back one to me that said it made you laugh out loud. And it was uh, just uh, the Goatsy photo. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's right. Pretty good. Still one of the funniest uh, things online <laughs> all these years later. So I read this uh, anywhere between 20 to 30, possibly more at this point, uh, tweet thread and said, uh, this ain't it, chief. And I want to thank the dozen or so listeners that sent this in on various platforms. Yeah. I really appreciate it. So. Yeah, I saw that one a lot. And uh, it's such a stupid person. Mm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like thinking a podcast is a. Uh, do, uh, the, the what the footwork footwork of fash recruitment or whatever shut the sure. f- shut the fuck up <laughs> Ugh, recruitment for what what are you talking about Ugh. but uh and also it's like we know the perfect way to get uh white racists to love our show is to bring on uh, people of color <laughs> yeah is that is that that's part of her Argument? That's part of her argument. That's correct. Well, okay. So I, <laughs> I have an idea of for expanding our, uh, <laughs> our host. Base. I already asked. I asked people out there if they knew any, uh, any because Azalea Banks was in an argument with uh, Red Scare today. Uh, I saw that. I, I, I don't know who that is. Uh, uh, she's some sort of entertainer of some sort. Uh, but I asked if anybody had, knew any crazy celebrities that could, could get mad at us, and we could get in a little bit on that. A little bit of that cheddar cheese that's been going on online mm-hmm. with all the That'd bullshit. Awesome. So, yeah, we're just, uh, <laughs> yeah. We're just Kelsey Grammer. If you're listening, you mm-hmm. piece of shit. <laughs> See, we're trying to get racist to listen the old-fashioned way by just being straight up racist. Oh, it's okay, it's not working as much as I would like. So we need some sort of tricks, and uh, we definitely want uh, uh, fash adjacent stuff. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> Hey, if we brought on a woman co-host, we'd be uh, gash adjacent. So um, this was a, uh, a tweet that I saw uh, from a user on Twitter named uh, Cheris Hill. Ableism is so perpetual that the possibility one may experience amputation, become blind, or lose lung function as a result of COVID-19 creates only fear rather than an automatic intentional dismantling of the systemic barriers and shame that drive that fear. So not wanting to have your arms or legs chopped off due to illness is ableist. Being f- scared of losing body parts is uh, some sort of racism. So, yeah. Great website. Man, what a... Yeah. It's a little too easy to... Uh, make fun of a disabled person for being stupid like that. So I'm going to avoid that. But what I will say is uh, if I, I if you are someone listening and you do not have various parts due to amputation or whatever, uh, know this, that I do not want to be like you. I want to keep all of my limbs. I want to have everything. And if that makes me bad, then so be it. I'm sure you have a nice life. I'm sure you're getting along just fine, but I do not envy you in any way. I'm going to do what I can to have every 
limb and uh, genitalia. Almost <laughs> <laughs> a genitalia, like a like genitalia. Genitalia. Uh, I want all of those things to be hanging and dangling the way they always have been. Uh, so no offense to you guys, but you can take your severed limbs and keep them. Do they let you do that? Uh, now, thanks, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Report This Post. Uh, again, patreon.com slash report this post. Uh, you can email us uh, real dog shit post at uh, report this post at gmail.com. Uh, we do have a voicemail, 904-468-POST. Sure. Is that right? I don't know. I don't have it up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 904-468-POST. That sounds right. Um, just yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. Um, go ahead. We we've we've been uh, listening to those voicemails over on Patreon. We've got some, ooh, some real doozies the last week that we're <laughs> we're really excited about, and uh, but we've also had uh, celebrities such as the Joker call in. Yep, that's but that that was that's it. that would be <laughs> it. And uh, I think that's going to uh, do it for this week's episode. Christian, do you have anything else to add? Uh, what's the line from the, sh- the, the game? Um, hey, this uh, is this freaking uh, fantasy the final one or what? <laughs>